brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape my sight. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power. Green Lantern's light. Green Lantern of Sector 2814. Report immediately to Oa. Priority one. Spoiler alert. You're listening to the Comics Online Podcast. Season 12. Episode 3. Green Lantern. Recorded November 8th, 2011. This episode, Kevin and Dune welcome back Josh Keaton, now starring as Hal Jordan in Green Lantern, the animated series, which debuts Friday, November 11th, 2011 on Cartoon Network. Be it ever so humble, there's no place like Oa. Hal Jordan of Earth. Salak of some planet whose name escapes me at the moment. And Kilowog. Hey, buddy. What's going on? You'll find out soon enough, Jordan. Just keep it professional. And definitely don't go looking for me to bail you out this time. Did I leave the toilet seat up or something? Jordan of Earth, Green Lantern of Sector 2814. Hello again and welcome to the Comics Online Podcast, Season 12, Episode 3. I'm your host, Kevin Goswan, and with me as usual is my co-host, Dune Murderous. hey And with us back again, after quite a while, we've got special guest, Green Lantern, Josh Keaton. How's it going? All right. Well, we're just we're we are thrilled to have you uh, back on the podcast once again. Uh, this time to talk about Green Lantern, which debuts Friday, November eleventh. Yes, eleven, eleven, eleven. Eleven. It's 11, funny 11. that you think we're talking about Green Lantern, but I have IMDb up, and we are only talking about Boy Meets World. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks. Such a big Boy Meets World fan. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, That's sorry. Way back, way back in the day. Let's talk about that Ryan Reynolds thing you're doing. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, so, Josh, you. Uh, so, when did you find out that you got cast as Hal Jordan in the new Green Lantern ongoing series? Well, it was actually a really quick casting process by, uh, you know, compared to most of the other projects that I've done. Usually, there'll be. The initial audition, and then you wait to hear if you got a callback, and then you'll go in for the callback, and then you'll wait some more, and then usually there's another callback, and then you wait some more, and then you find out that you got it or you don't hear anything, and then you see it on TV and realize, oh, I probably didn't get it. Um, <laughs> this time, it was one audition that I submitted from the house, and then I got a callback probably about a week later, and then the next week they told me I booked it, and that was it. They It was so fast that part of me didn't even think it was real until I was halfway through the halfway through the season, halfway through recording it. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was it, totally surreal. It, it just happened so fast, but uh, there's no drama of, whatsoever on that side and the casting side between the Marvel stuff and DC. No, no, just, not at all. Not at all. It's, uh, it's all just good times. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good times. But, uh, I, I don't even think I answered your original question. I think the original question was, when did I find out? And yeah. I'd say it was probably a little over a year ago. And so I can't really remember. My life's a blur. <laughs> 
How many? Uh, so, so how long does it take you to, uh, to to run through your lines? Being the primary character, uh, how long does it take to record a single episode? Well, they uh, they record us all as a group. So you have the entire cast, or as much of the cast as they were able to schedule, uh, in the room, and we basically go through it like radio drama style, uh, where we where we just go through the, the the script and act it out. And it's a four hour session, and that usually covers uh, recording the script, getting some pickups from previous episodes if necessary, and uh, the amount of time it takes our voice, our wonderful voice director Lisa Schaefer, to uh, wrangle the talent in the vocal booth, who uh, is usually messing around and acting a fool and all that. So, who who? Is in that vocal booth with you. Who who else stars in in this new series? Uh, Kevin Michael Richardson will be uh, starring as Kilowog. Uh, Gray Delisle plays the voice of Aya, and uh, Tom Kenny plays uh, Zalai Zox among uh, a few other incidental characters, and uh, Jason Spizak, uh, who is Razor. Uh, Jonathan Adams plays Atrocitus. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Uh, I don't want to leave anybody. Oh, the Guardians, all the Guardians. Brian George, Ian Abercrombie, um, and oh man, I'm totally blanking on everybody else's names, and, and I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to totally catch hell for it. But, uh, yeah, it's, they, they try to put as, as much of the cast in as possible. So how square are Zox's pants? I'm just wondering. <laughs> um, if, if, uh, if I remember correctly, I don't think that Zox is wearing any pants. All <laughs> right. Rock, That's how we do it on this podcast. <laughs> nice. So, uh, so when it comes to uh, your your complete um, se- season, are you done with the first season yet? Yeah, yeah, we finished uh, we finished the first season sometime in summer. Uh, I'd say probably around the beginning of summer was when we beginning or middle of summer is when we finished do- doing all the episodes, and now we're just kind of going through and doing pickups if necessary, um, doing you know some fight sounds or if uh, if the animation came back and the scene plays a bit differently than what we recorded or if it was rewritten, then we have to go in and now uh, watch the animation and kind of dub those, uh, which is always fun because it's always it's always neat to get to see some of the animation before it's it's on TV, but uh, usually when we go in we're recording to uh like unfinished animation unrendered unlit all that but you still get a good idea nice yeah so uh so so now that you're you're done with the first season how many how many episodes do you have by the way uh 26 20 all right so that's a serious that's that's old school tv 26 episodes and i assume these are half hour on uh, and these are airing on uh, the pr- the show premiere. Oh, what network or what? Yeah, time? yeah. What day? Uh, it's going to be on Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network. Yes. You you've been all all over the place. So I didn't want to say the wrong thing. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> it's all good. And if you noticed, I just kind of combined all good and okay to. Eh, it's all okay. It's all okay. It's, <laughs> it's <yes>. tolerable. <laughs> so long as it's tolerable for you. So I remember. I, just, I, would, I would just like to put out there that if I sound like it, I'm not drunk. I came from the dentist not too long ago, so I have like half of my mouth still a bit numb, uh, and uh, and and so some of the things might not flow flow out as as eloquently as I would hope or like them to. Speaking Kevin, of I just want to say that if I sound el- like it, wow. <laughs> <laughs> say again. So just you know, in case I do sound like it, also. You are drunk? 
drinking since I got home, yeah. Okay, sweet. <laughs> Good to know. Just the contrast, yeah. Yeah, again, that's how it works on this podcast. Yeah, that's nice. Um, so, so speaking of uh, not flowing out uh, properly, uh, I understand that, uh, that you were a special guest at Yumacon this weekend. How did that go for you? That was a lot of fun. I, I've never been. Um, and is it Yumacon or Yomacon? Cause I'm I not sure. Okay, then I'm going to go with Yuma. I think Yumacon is the greatest convention in uh, yeah. Southwest Arizona. Nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> right, Yuma. But um, literally four people. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's the whole population. But uh, no, Yomacon was awesome. It was uh, it it was probably the most fun I've ever had at a convention. Uh, the atmosphere was was great. Everybody was so friendly, uh, so nice. And and the thing that I really loved about it was just the ratio of costumed to non-costumed people. I mean, it, 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 there were so many people there dressed up. It was kind of surreal. It was it was really like, I don't know, like going going uh, somewhere in outer space and and being in some like weird diplomatic, uh, interstellar diplomatic uh, hub, and, uh, and and seeing people from all kinds of other places. It was it was really really cool. Really so this being a mostly an anime con, I assume that uh, there probably weren't a ton of superheroes. Um, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, that, you'd be correct in that assumption. Uh, there were definitely more, more anime related characters, uh, but there were a lot of video game related characters, and superheroes do kind of cross over. So there, there were a few, but yeah, it was mostly anime. Gotcha. And, and so I understand that you uh, reprised your Aquaman role this weekend. I did. I did. It was a lot of fun. The only problem was it was at like four in the morning when I was already on zero sleep because when I got on the plane, I was planning on, on sleeping and I was super stoked because I sat down in my seat and I was like, sweet, I get a row all to myself. Cue crying baby in front of me, cue crying baby behind me and cue person who won't shut up uh, to the side of me. And, uh, so yeah, no sleeping was happening, but, uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Did uh, yeah, we redid we we did Aquaman again, uh, and did yeah. you join in on any of the other stuff? I did. I I was uh, I was a part of the zombie musical. The the and then the zombies came zombie apocalypse musical, and uh, we did that the next day, and we played to a very receptive audience. It was it was really cool, and it was actually my first time hearing some of the other songs in it. And, uh, and and hearing them all kind of in sequence, so uh, it, it really gave me a feel for what it's what that play is going to sound like when it's all when it's all done and in production and all that. It was it was it was great. It sounds like it was a good time. Matt uh, and and Crows both had good things to say about it, and I saw some. Uh, oh, and I was a guest uh, on the Crows and Hatch show, which was also really cool. Uh, that was another <laughs> another late night. There really wasn't a lot of sleeping that happened at Yomacon. That's what it seems like. On the on the crows and hatch show, were you talking about? Wow, I am horrible at this whole, you know, radio going back and forth thing. (laughs) Right, right. Sorry, you know what? I I think crows doesn't bathe joke, and it just went right over what you were saying that was legitimate. I apologize. Uh, The thing that's funny is that, like, yeah, like with with all the crosstalk, and and you don't really, I don't know if it's noise canceling or whatever. some of the jokes are going to get inadvertent crickets because you're going to say it and either of us are going to hear it and nobody's going to respond. It'll be like, oh. but, uh, yeah, no, a lot of, a lot of bleary eyed meandering at, uh, at Yomacon. 
but it was really fun. I think that you kind of are always in a state of feeling uh, somewhat drunk because of the fact that nobody ever, I don't think anybody sleeps at Yomacon, so everybody's just kind of uh, up for 72 hours, and uh, hilarity ensues. That used to be the case at Comic-Con back in the day. I, you know, yeah. I've, you know, I've done that for years and years, and, uh, well, I guess this, this year was my 27th, and so... Uh, wow, awesome. Yeah, so when I was a kid... You know, back when you let teenagers run free, you know, I would just go and stay the whole weekend. I would barely come home. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. But, uh... Did you just camp out behind, like, one of the, uh, one of the merch stands or, like, hide somewhere? And... No. Well, you know what? Sometimes I would hide places. Like, there, were, you, there would be little uh, event rooms in hotels, and... Uh, I would go and and find, and this was a common thing. You would you you could go and find an event room that they would have closed the doors, but not locked the doors, and there would still be refreshments in this room from whatever was in there. And nice. you end up hanging out with a bunch of people, uh, finishing the refreshments, and crashing out on the carpet. Score. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Good time. I wish Comic Con was still like that. <laughs> I'd go do that myself. I know. Eighties. Because I'm old. Speaking of old, I was just uh, I, I was showing some some old uh, no authority stuff on on YouTube. Ah uh, yes, from my 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 boy band days. Your boy band days. Wow. You know. Yes. A different kind of superhero. That. <laughs> With the power of dance. You did have the power of dance and the power <laughs> of doing that that. Jumping up in the everybody's face goes into the the camera real quick, and then the next guy, and then the next guy. Yeah, the, the uh, one one of the power moves would be pelvic thrusts, and the other one would be uh, putting thrusting your hands at fisheye lenses. Yes, that was a big. That's thing. what I call the boy band pose. It really is. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, you've had a uh, a pretty storied history throughout uh, throughout. Video games and uh, and and of course all of your your voice work on animation. Um, and you covered all of TGIF. That is impressive. In most, of the impressive part. <laughs> I never got to be sister, on Family sister. Matters though. I was uh, never on Family Matters. I never got to. You chill look with, like with every her. one of their friends on Family Matters. <laughs> I I wish I could have been on there. I would have loved to like be on there and 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 help Urkel break something or something. Oh God! Good time. Piss off, Carl. Angel, step by step. Yeah. Saved yeah, yeah. the new class, which actually ran more episodes than the original series. I was never on Saved by the Bell, the new class. I was never on Saved by the Bell. But you're wow. not the first person to have brought that up. So wow, somehow, yeah. Somehow. Is that something that's listed on your on your yeah, IMDb yeah. or something? That's that's weird. Yeah, I was never on it. Huh. At least not that I know of. I mean, <laughs> I know my memory is bad. Seven episodes I, of Alex Mack. I, I would. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely did that, um, but yeah, I, I was I was never on Saved by the Bell. Well, I guess this interview is over. Well, yeah, <laughs> well, no Saved by the Bell. Well, you know what? You know what saves him, of course, is that. Wait, wait, uh, this is just I have a couple of questions that you're going to try to cover as well as you can. Um, sure. What was it like working with Screech? Just you know, whatever you can do right now, I understand, but I'm going to go ahead with these questions anyway. Uh, what was it like working with Screech? Yeah. Um, it was it, it, honestly, he's got a quality where where it was like not working with him at all. Like I bar- I don't even remember him. Oh my god! Yeah, I always thought of him as having more of a presence. 
Yes, yes. I'm sure that I'm sure that on the show he had a presence, but on on the version of Saved by the Bell, the new class that I was on, which was uh, the non-existent one, um, he he wasn't even there. Mm. All right, I'm going to ruin this improv before it goes any further. We start asking more questions. <laughs> Did you have another one, Dune? Uh, about yeah, yeah. I don't know that much about the new class, which apparently you've tried to block out of your yeah, mind. All he would well. do is talk about dirty Sanchez's and, and things of that nature. But yeah, uh, yeah, I saw a gif of that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really? That was a thing. Uh, I think that's always been a thing, my friend. No, no, no. But I mean, on 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 that show. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm <laughs> I'm <laughs> totally lost checking. now. <laughs> it's like um, wow what, like what did that air on brain right now <laughs> yeah so uh yeah so you've been wait, 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 i, I need to ask a couple more questions yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry I, I I closure on that track. anecdote <laughs> so there's a, there's a guy his his name is a uh, play guy uh that's what he goes under on uh imdb that's his username and okay. he says yum indeed did you notice how damn hot he looked on will and grace omg definitely the gym exercises are paying off and then there is a uh, five exclamation points awesome well the that, play that, that's guy very very well punctuated yeah <laughs> he actually ended um, each sentence with numerous exclamation points fantastic do you ever do you need to get back to play guy uh, uh, I, I can pretend to be you have a fake account oh nice <laughs> nice what's what's your fake josh keaton account name uh, Drake and Josh Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Very, very yes. well played. Yes. That's good. So, uh, yeah. So, as you know, you've been on anything and everything that happens to be cool and animated. Um, we've got, uh, you know, before we, we go and get back to uh, the unlimited questions that are about Greenland and the animated series, um, you're you're still doing Transformers Prime. Yes. Yeah. So uh, season two when? Uh, I would assume sometime next year. Uh, they they really don't tell us anything. Uh, the actors are always the last to know. Um, I've I've heard that that screener copies of Green Lantern the animated series have already come out. I haven't seen it, um, but everybody else has apparently. <laughs> yeah, so they they really haven't told us anything. Uh, we're waiting to hear if we're if we're getting picked up for season uh, three. Uh, I would hope that we are for for Transformers Prime. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure when season two starts airing. I could I I can only assume next year. Okay. Because I know so that they are going to be releasing done with season two then. Yeah, but I know that they are going to be releasing the first five episodes as a DVD, which is going to be awesome. Nice. Yeah, it's it's edited together into a movie essentially. So all the all the um, act breaks, all the intros and and outros are all kind of taken out, and it's it's going to be presented like a film. Nice. Well, you have uh, done well on that before. Speaking of edited together into into a movie, Fire Breather. Yes. What a well, that actually started movie. out as a movie. That wasn't that uh, that wasn't edited together. Well, I get, well, I guess semantics, yeah. Well, right, you know, it, it, I mean, it kind of depends on you know. It, it seemed like, hey, this is a uh, you know, th- this is a trailer or a uh, what do you call those where you come out with one thing and hope that it gets picked up. Uh, like a, like a pilot. Like a pilot. It seemed like a pilot yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah, just a a, pr- a pretty long one. That uh, yeah, I, I miss what you said though. Yeah, you, oh, you I was just d- saying, hey, fire breather. Nice. Yes. Nice. Sweet. You know what you know what was funny about that? And and this is silly. I thought 
that that you were playing uh what's his name the fire breather duncan duncan no I that's you uh were... that, that's a buddy of mine uh, his name's jesse head because he had kind of a younger voice than than troy who was you know started out the bully yes yeah yeah, yeah. and you know troy, you tend to play those D-bag. young voice guys i mean before how yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's it's been a it's been a time of change in uh, in my voiceover, in my voiceover career. Uh, I'm still playing the younger parts, but but now I'm I'm uh, you know curing curing the voice like a like a fine ham, and uh, and working my way into some of these these older roles as well, or or more physically imposing roles. Right. So so how does so coming back to Green Lantern, how does it? change how does how, how do you approach a, a hal jordan different than you would one of your many spider-man roles or uh, jack darby uh, a, a couple different ways um first of all is is just the sound he's he's got a sound bigger he's got a sound older because he is um he's got you know big jaw and he's big and barrel chested he's 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 a, a big guy um he, he's definitely a more imposing presence than than peter parker um and then second of all would be the attitude and and for that i really just kind of read read gl comics I, I took a lot of um hal's motivations and and what i kind of built my performance around from rebirth um the jeff john stuff um i I really liked the family dynamic that was laid out there and, and that really made a lot of stuff with Hal ring true to me. And, uh, I would say that there's a big difference in the humor between the two. Um, my Spidey tended to be a bit more presentational and, and really kind of revel in, in the humor and, and in his snarkiness. Cause that's the one time when he's in the costume that he can be free and say all these things and, and not have it be, uh, not, not not get the crow's groans, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's it's when he can actually feel confident saying this stuff. So it is like this huge cathartic release for him, and that's that's why he's funny, and that's why he he says all this stuff. Uh, whereas with Hal, Hal's funny, but he's situationally funny. He he makes the observation. He's he's aware of everything. He's a fighter pilot, so it's 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 what he does to, uh, it's it's part of his job to notice everything and 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 really uh, ob- observe. And so. Like I said, his stuff's more observational and more of, of of the time and of timing. And I'm totally rambling right now, but um, <laughs> <laughs> rather yeah, his, than his, just his going humor, in his and having more wry. Uh... instead of being really jokey, his humor's more wry. Um, that's how I'm playing him because also I he's a military guy and he grew up in a military family. His father was a military guy, so I wanted to underscore everything he did with a certain amount of military bearing, um, and and still kind of have him keep that composure. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, all of that stuff kind of transmits into a very different performance. Uh, not only that, he, he's more comfortable in his own skin than, than Peter Parker and Spider-Man. I mean, the age that I was playing him at, he's still figuring himself out. He's, he only had these powers for like a summer, and, and now he's in that next year. And, and so he, he's really not comfortable with himself. He's still figuring out his own adolescence and his own problems, whereas Hal... Hal knows what he is, and Hal was a badass before he even was a Green Lantern. So that that's definitely also something that carries over is is that is that supreme confidence in what he does, and uh, and the fact that he he trusts his own code and himself more than more than anything, you know, almost in a Batmanish kind of way. Um, but yeah, I mean, these were all things that I that I tried to work into my performance, and and all of that is pretty much just comics. Right on. 
So how does, you know, on, on that uh, vocal per performance uh, end of the, the, the your Hal Jordan performance, how does Hal's uh, focused willpower uh, go into this? Uh, in, in what Th sense? That is to say, you know, you know, that's that's supposed to be the thing. You know, that that is their uh, their emotion, which seems weird because uh, willpower is an emotion. What? But you know, that is their that that is their focus. Well, yeah, that's that's the the green the green energy and everything. But I'm just uh, I'm I'm a little confused. Well, I'm, I'm saying, you know, in in times of stress, how does how does uh, Hal's reaction to uh, danger? Um, uh, differ from other characters you might have played, whether it be Spider-Man or, or anyone? Um, they have a lot of similarities because, um, well, I, I would say that Peter Parker thinks things through a lot, a, a lot, in, in a lot more depth, whereas how, while he does think things through, he still flies a lot on instinct. Um, and, and it's, it's really, I mean, there are times when, when he'll get into situations that are, that are kind of crappy because, you know, he, he might've thought it through to this end and then just did it. But I mean, that's kind of, how he has to be because you don't really have the luxury of thinking every single possibility through to every single end when you are in a, in an experimental plane and something goes wrong. You know, that's, that's something that he's just kind of, uh, grown up with. So that's, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's going to do things. He's going to make those decisions a lot quicker and he's going to have to stick to them. I mean, at some point it's, it's fight or flight and you got to make that decision and, and roll with it. Nice. So when it comes to, uh, uh, Season one of Green Lantern, yes. the animated series. I, I realize you can't tell us everything, but uh, what can right. you tell us so far about the the, the story arcs? Um, I really can't go into a lot of detail, but the Red Lanterns are going to be set up as as a pretty pretty as a as a big threat to to what's going on. Um, it's going to focus a lot on frontier space, which is uh, a really really massive massive. Uh, sector of, or section of guardian space and the thing about that is they can't it, they're so far away from oa that they really just receive limited training from their rings the 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 lanterns that that uh, patrol frontier space so um you know the the red lanterns presence there is gonna is really gonna take a toll if uh, if the green lanterns don't don't go and help out so um so that's that's definitely going to be a big a big plot point um, and Hal and Kilowog, uh, the, the story hits the ground running. They, they don't, they don't really focus on an origin story, uh, at the start of the show. Um, Hal and Kilowog have a really good, uh, buddy cop dynamic, um, kind of lethal weapon-ish. And, uh, yeah, there's, there's going to be, there, there's going to be a lot. I mean, the frontier space has so, there, there's so much area to cover that, that really the, it's not even the sky's the limit. The sky's kind of the starting point, uh, the Earth sky, because um, there, there's just so much out there and there's there's so much to patrol. So you're you're definitely going to get to see a lot of different worlds. Um, there's going to be a lot of Oa. Um, it's Earth is going to play into it, but it's not going to be a huge. It's it's not going to be the main the main jumping off point. Um, so yeah. So uh, about how far into Hal's green lantern career does the uh series pick up on it doesn't it doesn't really specify um but uh, i mean he's been in it long enough to to basically be kind of partnered with kilowog have already gone through training um he's he's been that way for a while okay 
So, and in this, you're saying uh, Kilowog is is more of a partner to him rather than a, uh, a, a a trainer for all the new recruits. Um, I w- I'd say it kind of it's it's a gray area. Um, he still uh, you don't really. I'm trying to think how to word this. Um, <laughs> yeah, in 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 the for the purpose of our show, they're 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 teamed up essentially. Gotcha. But he, he, all that other stuff does play into his character. He still, he still is essentially a drill sergeant. Now, when it comes to uh, guest stars, is, is there anybody you can tell us about as yet? Um, I, I can't. There, I mean, it's already been said that uh, that the Red Lanterns are going to be there. Um, Carol Ferris obviously is going to be in in the show. Um, I guess I can. I can I can say that Saint Walker's been hinted at, and that there's already been a toy shown for him. So I guess that's kind of safe to say. Uh, I just can't really say in what capacity. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's going to be there's there's definitely going to be a Blue Lantern there, and there's uh, there's the Red Lanterns, and uh, that's really all I can say about that. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. it looks like uh, IMDb is rather sparse. It just lists you and Jonathan Adams and Tom Kenny and Kevin Michael Richardson. Yeah, they uh, there really wasn't a lot of stuff released up until up until recently about the about the voice cast and all of that. So um, there was a lot of fan speculation on on uh, IMDb and on boards and stuff. But it's it's slowly starting to trickle out. Right on. So uh, you know something that just surprised me when I was going and and surfing around on your pages, on on your uh, filmography, Ultimate Spider Man. You play yeah, the that's, torch? No, I'm 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 not. That's totally uh Is it that's just, totally speculation. It's and, just made and, up? Yeah, completely made up. The same way I that I need to uh, get into editing IMDB pages cuz this could be fun and it fucks over everyone's conversations ever. <laughs> <laughs> it really does, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm I'm not uh I'm not on that show in in any capacity. Wow. Yes. Well, a little bit disappointing and yet, you know, if you're going to be on it, you should really just be Spider-Man. Come on now. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. BRB, I'm, I'm editing your trivia. Did you know Josh Keaton is a huge white supremacist? <laughs> <laughs> Have fun with wow. your future interviews. Yeah, it's going to be real awkward. Yeah, uh, consider, considering that I'm like half Jewish and my mother's from South America, I don't think I know it's even more of a fucking go over that well. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be a really self-hating guy. I know, that He's means they'll bring it up in the first question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just hangs out with himself and his siblings yes there you go uh, so uh yeah so uh, you know as dune was saying earlier not only and i don't i did i don't know if we talked about this last time but uh you know not only were you on you know all the cool little teen shows but uh you know i saw you on uh some some little thing with allison hannigan Oh my God. Yeah. That kind of came up out of nowhere because, uh, that was one of the earliest jobs I ever did when I was like a little kid with a freaking bowl cut. And, uh, and I, I don't think I'll ever forgive my mom for that haircut. Um, and, and I, oh man. Yeah. Never again. Never again. <laughs> but, never again. Uh, yeah, I will never sport a bull cut again. Oh, okay. unless well, it's for a part right, or fine. something, and I have to look like 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 a tool bag. But uh, and and I'm sure that I've insulted everybody with a bull cut. But it's just it, bulls are for eating from, not for 
wearing your hair in. I don't know. So did your mom <laughs> cut your hair? She did not cut my hair, but I distinctly remember being at a place, uh, at a haircut place, and they 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 put a freaking bowl on your head. They cut around it. Like that's why it's called a bowl cut. Wow. But um, yeah, yeah, not not cool. But um, yeah, this this it was it was a video called the Jewish Holidays, mm-hmm. and it was like a it was like a like an educational video, and Ed Asner was in it, who who uh, would later be Uncle Ben on Spectacular Spider Man. So there, without even knowing it, I'd already worked with the guy, and and Allison Hannigan of of uh, later flute fame was also in it, and I believe <laughs> See, she I go put... straight to Buffy. I forget all about the flute thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. That, uh, with so, me, so, the, you uh, never, so you're telling me that you never went to band camp with Allison Hannigan. Is that what you're trying I, to say? I, I never went to that. band camp, no. <laughs> I never went to band camp with Allison Hannigan, but, uh, but I think she played my sister in the, in the thing. And, uh, oh, it, wait. Sorry. That just got way creepy. Only in a alluring way hmm. oh wow okay yeah, well <laughs> sorry uh, you know allison hannigan i've i've enjoyed her buffy work yeah yeah i know she was awesome in buffy yeah, yeah. but uh yeah so this thing thanks to youtube has has resurfaced and uh and and i guess is is now getting some some attention and you can see uh you can see me as a little a little tyke with a bowl cut <laughs> And teaching uh, people about Jewish holidays. I go Baruch Atah I had to do all that stuff. It was uh, it was kind of fun though. Speak Klingon. Uh, (laughs) Yes, yes. I didn't know that Klingon was was really Yiddish. I you know that would make it easier (laughs) to learn. I would think. There's a whole dictionary apparently. Nice. So uh, so beyond Green Lantern, the animated series, which everybody should watch this Friday at uh, your local seven time. Seven o'clock. Yes. What is it? I think it's at seven o'clock, but I guess check your local listing so you don't yes. miss it. Yes, seven, six central. Yes. Know, Tebow the crap out of that. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, you know, and then Transformers. Now, Transformers uh, Season 2 is, is uh, go- going to be started, but tra- Season 1, is it, is it still in rotation? Uh, season one is rerunning right now, but they they've already aired all of season one. Right, so you, you can just go and hang out on you know and 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 watch that, uh, or you can get it on iTunes. That's where I got it. Yeah, that would be the best place to do it because it's in high def and it looks phenomenal in high def. It looks so good in high def. Yeah, I, I that it is so awesome that I am not embarrassed to take it you know put it on my iPad and and watch it on planes. Oh yeah, well actually you know what the iPad was a really good traveling companion for Yomacon because. Uh, even though I wasn't able to sleep, I was able to drown out the crying babies and, and loud people uh, with the iPad. And I, I watched some Black Dynamite and uh, a couple of X-Files, and by the time that was done, I was in Michigan. Nice. So yeah. when, it, when it comes to now, – now, you're an audio guy. You know, being a voice actor, you've got to be a huge audio guy. Uh, yeah. what, what are your uh, headphones of choice when traveling? Um. I, I like to pack light because I don't like to check bags. Um, so I, I and, and I kind of pride myself on being like a, an ama- like a phenomenal uh, packer for traveling. Um, I think I, I attribute it to all of my Tetris playing when I was younger. But yeah, I mean, I could fit a week's worth of stuff. Um, and when I say a week's worth of stuff, I'm talking multiple shoes, multiple jackets, uh, all of the hygiene stuff. Um, my mobile recording rig and all of my entertainment into one carry-on bag. And 
I like it because I don't have to go to baggage claim. But yeah, my headphones of choice would probably just be the crappy earbuds because uh, they don't really take up any space. Um, in the studio, I, I like to use uh, either like Sony studio headphones or, or AKGs, but those those definitely take up a lot more space and wouldn't really be suitable for light pack traveling. Right. Yeah, I, I tend to see a lot of people with some, you know, the, these huge cans, these these big, uh, and not not to say breasts, but uh, you know, these noise canceling, uh, you know, ear covering things. On, the noise canceling ones are good. I just, I, man, I, I can't, I can't get on board with all of the. Uh, I'm not going to mention any names, but like any of the 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 celebrity branded ones, because you're paying like so much money for a pretty subpar headphone. I mean, you can get a good pair of studio headphones, which are easily going to sound way better, and they don't have yeah, the name on them. talking about Dr. Dre's headphones. That's what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk. He's going to come kick my ass now. Oh. <laughs> Does Dr. Dre know where you live? I, I'm sure. He's a doctor. He can find out anything. Right, right. Well, you know, Matt's or I think his Hippocratic knows, Oath has made it so they can't do any harm, though. <laughs> if we're assuming he's a real doctor. That's right. true. That's, that's right. That's important. Well, I think he was administering to patients uh, on on his first album, on the Chronic. Yeah, on the Chronic. There yeah, you go. The there, there's a there's a track on there where he's uh, he's dealing with patients. <laughs> For anybody that's heard that, they'll 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 know what that's all about. Ah, yeah, uh, yeah. Give, giving them that uh, medical uh, marijuana. No, no, no. It was uh, it was a different kind of injection. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see. I see. It was Dr. <laughs> Dre after all. All right. Yes. Yes. All right. So, uh, so, so beyond your your current animated series, even yes. though I, Ultimate Spider-Man isn't one of them, I'm a, I'm really bummed about that now. You know, I was excited. I was thinking, oh, jo- this is gonna be. He's gonna say, no, I'm not Torch. I'm Spider-Man. Ah. <sighs> no, I won't be saying it. I won't be saying it. Uh, but but you're still Spider-Man. You're still you're still Spider-Man. You're in uh, Spider-Man, Edge of Time. Yes. Oh, Spider-Man's not good enough for Kevin anymore, huh? <laughs> right. It's, uh, Spider-Man's not good enough for me. I require Spider-Man. Um. And uh, so so previously on uh, Spider-Man: Shattered Dimensions. Yes. Uh, you played Ultimate Spider-Man. Um. Which uh, you know, in in that one was very very close, as we uh, mentioned in season nine, what, what, wherever we were, uh, season ten, episode thirteen. I Actually, it was season eleven, episode two. Anyway, uh, you you mentioned that uh, that that was very close to your role as uh, Spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah, it was it was pretty similar. Very uh, you know very young and that sort of thing. Um, so with uh, Spider-Man: Edge of Time, you're playing Amazing Spider-Man. So the uh, the, the grown-up, the the veteran Spider-Man. How did that differ? Well, it actually didn't because uh, when when we actually got in the room, when when Chris Barnes and myself were recording. Um, our natural voice pitches kind of default to a very similar place. And there's so much uh, back and forth dialogue between the two of us in the game that if we were 
both recording Spider-Man in our own respective tones, it, it would have been really, really difficult to, to know who was saying what. So I ended up having to essentially pitch him back up into spectacular territory and, uh, and he had to pitch his down a bit so that there was a, a bigger, a bigger audible difference in terms of, in terms of how, how they were voiced. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's pretty much more of, more of spectacular. And also just the attitude because it's a video game. I mean, it's video games and horror movies are kind of similar in that it's always heightened reality. It's always like life or death at every second. So, um, so they're, they're, they're all kind of at the, you know, really intensified portrayal. So how did you, were were you happy with that role versus, uh, you know, were were you, did you prefer Amazing Spider-Man versus Spider-Man 2099? Um, for, if nothing else for, for like bragging rights, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just like, yeah, I'm amazing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they, on, on, on paper and kind of just the way they came out, they were, they were very similar. Um, there, there really wasn't a whole lot of difference between, between the ultimate of shattered dimensions and the amazing of edge of time. Gotcha. And that way you can go back to Dan Gilvezan and say, you know what? I am the new Spider-Man. <laughs> he's giving me he's given me a lot of shit for taking his work not really but you know he's 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 a dear friend of mine he's he's a really really nice guy and um uh speaking of all the the imdb uh shenanigans there was a lot of speculation that i was going to be bumblebee in, in transformers prime before anybody knew that jack darby was anything and before uh, any of the cast was announced so uh at a couple comic cons ago he, we were both there uh, I think it was for for Shattered Dimensions for the Shattered Dimensions man and he gave me gave me a bunch of crap about taking his work cuz you know first first Bumblebee or so he thought and uh and then now Spider-Man but uh, yeah he's 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 a good guy Is there any work you're doing right now that uh that we haven't heard about you, you have anything coming up that uh yeah, that we're going to hear have, your voice uh, in Next week I have some to Nickelodeon show. I think it's originally from Italy, uh, and it's uh, it's like these fairies and and there's a lot of magic and it's really colorful and the uh, the fairies even if they're barefoot always look like they're standing in high heels and their skirts are really short and it's you know that kind of. I'm anime. listening. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think I think you'll dig the animation a lot, the uh, character designs too. But um, yeah, I play this evil wizard named Valtor. And uh, he's he's really evil, and he's got really really awesome hair. And you name yeah. a guy Valtor, and that's what you get. He's got to have yeah. hair with a name he like has Valtor. To have cool yeah. hair, or he has to treat herpes, <laughs> <laughs> or both. Yeah, you know why limit yourself, really? If your name's Valtor, yes. you, you know you've already got your work cut out for you. He treats it with magic. Ah. Uh-huh. In amongst fairy girls, and so uh, so you you are a uh, you're playing a, a human sized person. Are the are the fairies human sized or are they yeah, a little tiny? Everybody's they're they're not like like little pixies or anything. They're they're full sized. Gotcha. They're actually the the it's their alter ego. They're they're human. So I see. Kind and of that, a, uh, w- when will that debut? That is next week. That's next when they're week. starting. So I'm not exactly sure what the date uh, is, but that's going to be on. And what was the name of this again? Uh, Winx Club, W-I-N-X. Winx Club. I bet you that is just a toy f- festival. I'm sure. Yeah. I got a few smart cocktails down Winx Club. So anything else? Anything else? Sorry, that was Winx Club. I apologize. <laughs> 
drinks? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, I mean, there's some some other smaller things like uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic. Uh, I did a bunch of different characters in that. Uh, nothing like major to the storyline, but there's every single quest in that MMO is voice acted, so it's a humongous game. Wow. And yeah, I, I did a ton of different things in that, and I think there's a. I think StarCraft II is still out, if I, believe, if I remember correctly. Um, <laughs> still in that. Uh, what else? What else? Yeah, I'm, I'm drawing a blank, but that's the story of my life. You're everywhere. So besides working with, with Matt and, and Crows and company on And Then the Zombies Came, <laughs> Musical Apocalypse, uh, are you doing anything musically these days? Um, I've been trying to get an album finished and out for like the last, I don't know how many years I'm not even going to say, but, um, man, it's, it's been tough because VO has been so busy and all encompassing that, that there really aren't enough hours in the day to, to be able to do everything I want to do. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm steadily working away at it, but, uh, it's, it's really just finding, finding the time to do it. Cause I, I also am, uh, starting to do more on camera as well because that's that's originally what I started out as I was an on-camera actor and VO just kind of got massive and and took up time for everything and uh I I'm, I I don't want to give up on camera so that's uh that's something that I'm also uh, pushing more Yeah what's what's the last thing that you were on camera with <laughs> The uh, last thing I did on camera was a while ago it was uh Will and Grace and Bones but oh. uh yeah, and then right after that was when, Sounds when like I the started most gnarly going. crossover ever, by the way. <laughs> the which one? Will and Grace and Bones. <laughs> yes. A, a, a two-part episode, you know, they cross over yeah. like uh, Simon and Simon, Magnum P.I., you're both too young for that. The important thing yeah. is cross It's like when the Harlem Globetrotters would turn up and everything. Right. I actually do remember that. Do you really? Yeah. The, Har- the Harlem Globetrotters showing up and everything? Yeah, they were on oh, Scooby-Doo, I think. And, yeah. Oh, I did a Scooby-Doo. What? Yeah. About that. I don't I don't I don't know when it's gonna air. I don't know what's up with it. Uh I can't give any plot points, but that was freaking awesome. Because I, I was obsessed with Scooby Doo, even though it used to scare the crap out of me when I was a kid. And it wasn't the show that scared the crap out of me. It was the intro because I was little, you know, and like the yeah. intro with all the things flying at you and the ghosts with like the, the glowing eyes and stuff like that freaked me the hell out. But I loved the show because of that. Like I used to totally love to get scared and all that. So um I get it. it. Was, their, their audio engineers were fantastic. That you know, I, that alone would, would get me. Yeah, that yeah, they, that that show was was so far ahead of its time, and the thing Everything that's fantastic except for the writing. Incredible. <laughs> oh no, dude, 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 dude! You can't even hate on the writing because the 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 thing that I love about the newest the newest Scooby Doo stuff is that it still has that classic feel. You still always have the uh, the the unmasking and the Mr. Such and such. And then it's like, and I would have gotten away with it too, if it wasn't for you meddling kids. Like it, it just feels, it transports you back into your childhood. It's so they just kept the formula and just knew, knew you don't mess actors. with success, man. You don't mess with success. And Frank Welker is still Fred and still Scooby. And, and, and again, and, and it's just, it's so awesome that I've been able to become friends with these guys and, and, and get to work with them on such a regular basis. Cause he's, he's Megatron on Transformers Prime. So, right. um, I was already, you know, very, uh, very good friends with him before even going into this and, and, and just hearing those voices come out exactly as I remembered them. It's, it's, it was an incredible experience.
Oh, you know what? What I wanted to ask you when when you're talking about music, what uh, what genre is this album that you're that you're uh, trying to been that you have been trying to put out for so long? I uh, new I, metal. He's been trying to put it out that long. It's kind of a little bit. Yes, it's. Uh, we worked on it a while. It's like a hybrid between uh, death metal and R and B. No, it's uh, and, and, and yeah, it's it's like Justin Bieber meets Lamb of God. Not really, but oh, yeah. um, <laughs> it's it's like R and B music. It's uh, it, it's what I it's what I grew up singing. It's it's uh, I actually learned how to sing singing gospel music, and and I was in a gospel group before the boy band, and uh, and and that's that's where I learned to sing. Like my my inspiration comes from like like old Motown and like '70s stuff, and anytime you hear those uh, the <laughs> the the dentist waiting room uh, the dentist waiting room uh, trumpets the those things I love that stuff. <laughs> I'll, I'll, it's good memories. Right but uh, well, yeah, it's, it's, laser it's sound more, from a it's definitely space more mountain. current. It's definitely more current than that. It's it's something that could be out now, but uh, I, I definitely love to try to get as much live instrumentation into my stuff as possible. I just I, I like it. So how much of it is is you, and how much of it is collaboration? Uh, right now, it's all me because I haven't had time to collaborate with anybody. <laughs> Um, the collaborations are really just when I have friends that are also songwriters and they come over and hang out and, uh, we'll, we'll write something. But again, I mean, this is all stuff that I haven't even gotten to. I have like a backlog of, of songs in various stages of completion. Some are like 90% done. Some of them are just a concept. Some of them have a track and like a, a hook. And it's, it's like, I, I really need to go through and, and go through the hard drive and, and, and finish the stuff. So, uh. Yeah, time management, man. It's never been my strong suit. Ah, oh, I know how that goes. Getting this uh, podcast up in a reasonable time will be uh, kind of an act of God. But, uh, you know, for you, Josh, I'm going to attempt it. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> Hopefully we'll get this up in time for your new uh, your new debut. And, and, and I think that's, uh, you know, we, we've been excited about this since we first heard the rumors and you could only tell us, I can't talk about it. But yes. uh, but this is awesome. Green it's, Lantern. It's exciting, man. It really is exciting, and and it was originally kind of a daunting thing because like there's never been a Green Lantern animated series. Like he's been in stuff and in in various capacities, but there's never been a cartoon that's just Green Lantern. So it's kind of a big. It's it is a big deal. And, it is a big deal. And it's a. Uh, it it's definitely something that was a major gear change in terms of uh, the roles that I usually play versus this, and uh, it, it I was definitely it was it was something that I was definitely kind of nervous about going into, but but everything fell into place, and um, I mean the writing is just so good on the show, and uh, and the rest of the cast is is fantastic, so it really it, it made my job a lot easier. So what we haven't talked about is the part that you're not exactly involved with, and, and, and that's the animation. I know you've seen a few things. Uh, what, what are your thoughts of the a- animation? I think it looks awesome. I think it looks phenomenal. It's uh, it's it's very Incredibles esque. Um, the stuff I, I can't wait to see it in high def. Um, all I've been able to really see have been the previews on, on you know, and I watch those on YouTube and on my computer, um, but. I, I mean, I got this big TV and I got surround sound and I really want to 
see it on that TV in high def. <laughs> so I, I can't wait. But everything I've seen looks great. The the how expressive everything is. Uh, how you I mean you can really see the expression on on the faces and and uh, and the movements great and and it's uh, it's it's bright. It's colorful. There's there's this really really cool effect on the red lanterns and and uh, the the constructs look really good. It's 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 going to be awesome. Well, that's, it, it sounds like, and, and forgive me if I uh, am sounding like I'm jinxing this before it even gets out the door, but it seems to me that a uh, that a Green Lantern animated series, you know, just on the face of it, just from having read the comics for years and years, it seems like it would lend itself perfectly to an ongoing for a really long amount of time. I mean, you know, it, it would have greater legs than even a, you know, a Spider-Man cartoon that just because of the, uh, the, the long and storied history where, you know, you can, you know, if uh, Josh Keaton decides, you know, he's going to be a rock star, well, hey, you can switch out of Hal and, uh, you know, and move on to the next Lantern. What are you saying? You, you, you're trying to replace I, me I'm already before the show your, even airs? Uh, you, you, you're you're going to revive Arena Rock. I, you know, I'm just putting it out there. Okay, that's uh, right. that's a good you know, goal. To I, you know, I know you're talking, you know, R and B, but I'm I'm just saying. You're, you're, hey man, I love I love music, and and at the end of the day, everything pretty much feeds off of everything, and there's there's elements of of everything in everything. So, uh, yeah, I mean, stranger things have happened. <laughs> so so, Dune, do you have any more questions for Josh? <laughs> Dune. Dune? Uh... No. <laughs> I had a bunch of TGIF-related jokes, but I feel like I've already beat that dead horse. Uh, so, you know, I was going to move on to Newsies, but I feel like I'm, I'm going the opposite direction of what I should go to on this one. Newsies? Newsies as well? Yeah, yeah, that was that was my seventh grade. Seriously, that you were in seventh grade and you were a Newsie? Yes. That is awesome. So, uh, so yeah. So, and and then there's Josh going out. Hey, Kevin, what uh, were you doing in grade? Theater. Josh on Broadway with Neil Patrick Harris once again. There's my other prediction. Hey, that'll be cool. Actually, I, I would love to do fun. some more theater. I, I've done some, and and uh, it's it's again been a time thing because when you're when you're doing that, that kind of takes up your entire schedule. I mean, you're doing oh, eight right. shows a week and plus there's rehearsal and, and you got to stay healthy so that you don't have an off day. And, um, but, uh, yeah, at some point I would definitely love to do some more, some more theater. That's, that's something that, uh, that if you're an actor, you always want to do that. So there's gotta be something in your contract. If you do something like that, where, you know, you, you can't be in the same room as crows cause you know, disease, Right, 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 you can't you can't infect <laughs> the uh, the rest of the cast. So yeah, they, there would definitely have to be a a no crows or at least a limited crows rule. Right, right. Do you think you could do the oath with us? Yeah, you want to do it? Yeah, let's do it. All right. And if I mispronounce anything, it's because of the Novocaine and all that. But uh, all right, cool. Here we go. In brightest day, in blackest night. No evil shall escape my sight. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power. Green Lantern's light. Yeah, I got chills, man. Chills. Green Lantern, the animated series. We're going to see it Friday, November 11th. And uh, you know what? If we can't DVR it, we're going to get that shit on the iTunes. Because you know what? High def, Yeah, right? you got to see high it def. in high def. Got to see it in high def. High def. 
Well, hey, thanks for spending time with us again. It's uh, it's always a pleasure, and uh, you know we really appreciate you being a, a friend of the show. Yeah, man, I, I always love coming on. All right, well, uh, so for Josh Keaton and Dune, and for Hal Jordan, and for everything geek pop culture, I'm Kevin Goswan, and this is Comics Online. Thanks, Josh. Thank you. It was awesome. I'm going to go play the fuck out some D&D. Fuck you guys. <laughs> nice. <laughs> See you next time. See you guys. Disclaimer. The opinions expressed by the participants in this podcast are their own and do not represent those of Comics Online, any other participants, or any employers past, present, or future. If you would have thought otherwise without hearing this disclaimer, maybe you're not ready for this whole internet thing, much less Bandcamp with Alison Hannibal. Or maybe you're instead one of our smart and sexy fans who appreciate foul language, IMDB stalkers and biting sarcasm as well as everything geek pop culture, even when it's delivered by a robotic voice like mine. If you have comments, questions or suggestions for the Comics Online podcasters, we invite you to post on our Facebook group, tweet us on Twitter, and you can always email us at podcast at comicsonline.com or call us at 1-559-LOVE-KEEK. That's 1-559-568-4335. All original material in this podcast copyright Comics Online. The Viceroy of Demrak 7 claims that when we assigned you to police crucial peace negotiations, you punched him in the face. Is this true? Uh, no, sir. I punched Crows. him in the stomach. Then I headbutted him in the face. Sir. Crows. It was a serious dirtbag. And he cried with a loud voice, as when a lion roareth. And when he cried, seven thunders uttered their voice. Converting earthly language into thrust. As you kneel before Azawa, Legend of Zelda's turned to dust. Podcasting from the future like your time was dead and gone. And we rock the best site like comicsonline.com. Level 12 cybernetics, vibranium power acts. You communicate with snail mail while we wireless adapt. We are more than easy eyes, we descend to blow your spot. You're a copy of better tech, like your name was GoBots. You hoping for iTunes, but little noob, you in the danger zone. We're all the best leaders, like Sepinter on his throne. Written by Stan the Man, don't you ever try to serve thee. New guys of this book, like we were drawn by Jack Kirby. Hunger like Sinistar, consumer culture, then Galactus. Final Fantasy domination, with our super geeky tactics. From the days of Marconi to Buffalo Loud and Best in City. You can hear us on every radio, stolen in Vice City. From leaping tall builders to going off like gamma bombs switch your internet browser to comicsonline.com